For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., so don't forget to set your dials. We're sponsored by the Village Green Apothecary, a local health and wellness pharmacy right here in Bethesda, Maryland. They've been in business for over 40 years, supplying the community and the nation with advice and information and products related to health and wellness. They have a full-service pharmacy a full-service compounding pharmacy, and a retail shop with probably over 100,000 different SKUs of products related to nutrition, everything from vitamins and supplements to body care products and even snack foods. So if you're local and you've never been in, it's a great place to stop in and check it out. Today we are, as usual, going to be discussing exciting topics related to health and wellness I have on the phone with me, as usual, a great special guest. And today's topic is really an interesting one. We're talking about injury recovery. So um, it's a pretty broad term. When people think of injury, usually they think of accidents, but you know, not every injury is related to an accident. And there are some injuries that we can plan for. And whether it's an accident or a planned injury, which sounds funny, but it, it is true. And you'll hear me elaborate on that. There are things you can do to help speed your recovery. So we know based on the biochemical pathways of our immune system, the healing mechanisms of our body, there are certain types of nutrients that help to promote optimal healing and recovery in any type of injury. And the study and the data that's out there is actually very convincing to show improved recovery time when you utilize these tools. This means less swelling. It oftentimes means less pain, which means less reliance on pain medications, which can have side effects coming out of uh, surgeries or other injuries, opioid medications. We know have a lot of issues with constipation that can be quite severe for some people. There's addictive properties. Um, The non-steroidal anti-inflammatories can create inflammation in the stomach and gastrointestinal tract, and we're learning can increase risk of cardiovascular events like heart attacks. So, you know, we can minimize the use of those drugs by using the proper nutrients, herbs, and botanicals that support the inherent ability of our body to do the healing itself and basically speed it along. And it works really well. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Something that everybody should know about in their arsenal. Everybody knows, most people know, hey, if I get them getting a cold or I feel sick, they go to the store and they buy some echinacea or they buy some vitamin C or they buy something, uh, some zinc, something to boost their immune system. Well, after today's show, you're going to understand what the basic nutrients are that you need in order to prepare your body to recover from injury. And it's important to listen to the entire show because there are some caveats. There are certain nutrients that you actually don't want to take before a planned injury. You want to wait until after. So that might be a planned injury, might be something like a surgery. We have a planned procedure. It may be a um, a necessary procedure, a cosmetic procedure, a voluntary procedure, whatever it might be. If you know one is coming up, there are specific nutrients you can use leading up to the procedure that will help speed healing and things that you can safely start after the procedure is done, which also facilitate healing. Another example of a planned injury would be exercise. 
and working out. And, you know, that's the reason why we build muscle and the reason why we improve our strength and conditioning from exercise is because we create minor injuries to our bodies when we exercise. We create minor tears in our muscle. And as our body repairs that muscle, it builds it back stronger. Same with conditioning in of our blood vessels. When our muscles get worked really hard and we get a lack of oxygen, our body responds by improving blood flow to those muscles. It improves the strength of the heart. And that is a form of injury recovery, a self-induced planned injury that strengthens our system and helps our bodies to be healthier. So we've got things like improving athletic performance, recovering from unplanned injuries like accidents. It could be a, a twisted ankle. It could be a broken leg could be a car accident. Um, and then we have our other planned injuries, things like surgeries. Um, so these are all examples of, of common things that happen to people um, that are can be aided with other types of nutrients. And of course, with sports, we don't just have the injury associated with recovery, but obviously when you're active and you're doing things, there's a chance that you may get injured. A fall on a bicycle, um, a twisted ankle, an injured arm from tennis or golf. There's tons of sports injuries occur, and you don't have to necessarily rely <clears throat> on the over-the-counter medications to fix them to reduce the pain because what we've actually learned is that by taking some of these over-the-counter anti-inflammatory medications that most people turn to, especially the weekend warriors who are out there kind of doing things and getting aches and pains, it actually prevents some of the healing that is necessary to create a strong joint, a strong muscle to rebuild that system. And we don't want to block that process, but we also don't want to be in pain. So there's a middle ground. And that's what our guest is going to be sharing with us um, today. We're going to be talking about these specifics, ins and outs. He's going to share with us the research and the um, things that are emerging out of the field of science in regards to nutrients and herbs for supporting recovery from injury. So Dr. Alan Miller has 25 years of experience as a naturopathic physician in the areas of clinical practice, clinical research, writing, education, formulation, product development, and technical support. Technical support. He is currently the executive director of medical education at Thorne Research. He was senior editor of Alternative Medicine Review for 16 years, has published over 20 scientific papers, and is a contributing author to the textbook of natural medicine. Dr. Miller is a skilled educator and has lectured at medical conferences around the world. Dr. Miller, thank you. I know you're out at uh, Sandpoint, Idaho, a beautiful, beautiful spot in this country, but it is 7.30 a.m. out there. So thank you for getting up early to be with us on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Kevin. Uh, yeah, it's a little early, uh, but uh, just affords me the opportunity to get some other things done when we're down here. Great. Uh, it's uh, it's great to be with you. You know, we go back quite a few years ourselves. Um, we and, do, uh, yes. I, when I was a student in naturopathic school, I worked right. with Thorne Research and worked with Dr. Miller, and it's great to still be connecting with you and um <clears throat> learning from all of your expertise and wisdom. So I did my little intro on, on injury. I mean, do you want to... Talk a little bit about some some basics of um, maybe some misconceptions around the Im immune system and injury and inflammation. There's kind of like this idea that we want to kind of quench inflammation because it's bad, but there's this sort of middle line of supporting the body's healing process but not letting it get out of control. Do you think that might be a great place to kind of give an overview and then we can start talking about the specifics? Sure, yeah. Um, inflammation is normal. And the inflammatory process is a normal process for beginning the process of wound healing. And we, we can't forget that because our tendency is to go 
this is swollen, this hurts, let's hit it with the big guns here and, uh, and dampen that inflammation as much as possible right now. Um, a little bit of inflammation is okay, and that inflammation is brought on by our white blood cells, by our immune system, and the, uh, the immune system goes through its normal process when tissue is injured. So you, you do uh, develop some inflammation. Now, some of the, the potential problems here and how it can go awry, um, one of them is that um, there are uh, inflammatory molecules or potential inflammatory molecules that are in our bodies all the time, uh, like omega-6 fatty acids. And uh, if we have an imbalance between the omega-6 fatty acids, which normally come from uh, grain and, and animal products, um, if we have an imbalance of the omega-6s versus the omega-3s, which we know come from fish, then we have all of these pro-inflammatory molecules in our bodies that want to create inflammation and create too much inflammation too quickly. Mm-hmm. So when we do have tissue damage, uh, it can be the inflammatory process can be sort of overwhelming, partly because of, uh, of our diets, of the fact that we're not eating enough fish, not getting enough of the anti-inflammatory uh, omega-3 fatty acids in our diet. Uh, so we, we injure ourselves and, uh, and we want to do something about it. Well, most people will reach for a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Some of them work very well. Right, so we're talking Some ibuprofen, naproxen, acetaminophen. Those are like the, right. the top ones, yep. Yep, and you know, the, the ibuprofen... It, for a, an acute situation where you really need to dampen inflammation, uh, ibuprofen is not a bad animal. It's, it's one of the better ones. Um, acetaminophen, in my book, should never be used. It doesn't work very well. Uh, it, it can help with pain sometimes, but you get breakthrough pain very easily with acetaminophen usually. And it doesn't really do much for inflammation. Mm-hmm. So people are, are, are put on... Uh, acetaminophen so readily and so easily in the hospital, of course, a lot of times it's got opioids mixed in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really, um, I don't see it as a, a really good beneficial tool here. And the other the downside of it, the major downside of it is it also depletes our body and our liver of glutathione. Now, glutathione, as you know, uh, is, is vitally important in every cell of our bodies uh, as, an, as an antioxidant mm-hmm. uh, and as something that helps us detoxify substances in the liver. So uh, acetaminophen will do that, and some people get into a situation of liver damage and even needing a liver transplant from using too much acetaminophen. Uh, they've got headaches every day, and they're doing a couple, of, couple or more um, acetaminophen, Tylenol, uh, extra strength, uh, you know, a couple times a day. I've seen patients that have done that, and, and they've got really high liver enzymes, and you're going, okay, let's dig mm-hmm. into this because I'm trying to figure out why your liver enzymes are high, and then you get a little history and go, oh, my gosh, you know, they've been downing this stuff daily for years. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's actually acetaminophen use is the number one reason for uh, liver damage mm-hmm. in this country, and it's not really spoken about very much. Uh, the uh, Pharmaceutical companies were forced, finally, after decades, they were forced to put a black box warning on that little insert, you know, the insert that's inside the box when mm-hmm. you buy uh, acetaminophen, the insert that you uh, pull out and throw away and never read. Um, there's a black box warning in there that says, if you consume alcohol, don't use this drug. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is pretty serious. <laughs> and, I mean, everybody, 
that we've known there's been some problems with acetaminophen for a long time. And so people have turned a little bit more to, again, the other very popular one, ibuprofen. And I mean, ibuprofen, it does work very well in reducing that inflammatory pain. I mean, it is incredibly effective. The concern, I think, has been over, you know, the last year or so, there's been a lot of information that's come out regarding its ability to uh, cause heart attacks, actually, even within the first three days of use. And um, it's not just a little minor warning. It's a pretty significant issue that's coming up. And so, you know, I mean, for years, very active cyclist, cyclist skiing, um, lots of activities that would kind of beat me up sometimes because I, you know, a little bit of a, a weekend warrior at times. And, you know, we used to joke and call it vitamin I. You know, you take an mm-hmm. ibuprofen and it, yeah. it helped get you through a week cycling trip or four days of, you know, really hard skiing or something like that. And, you know, th- what I learned over the years is there's much better ways to manage it. And that's actually not a very safe way um, to manage pain and inflammation. So, Dr. Miller, when we come back from the break, let's get into the details of the nutrients because the alternatives are not only safe, meaning they don't carry these risks of liver damage, um, they don't carry these risks of cardiovascular disease, and they're very effective, and people need to know about them because a lot of people have chronic pain or pain issues and are using things that can potentially be very dangerous, and there are very, very safe and effective alternatives that we're going to teach you about in the next segment. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with Dr. Alan Miller on the phone today. We're going to be back right after these words. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, a Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads? It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember, Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. 
Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800. Or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Path Carry. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in again. It's really um, just such a privilege to be able to be here every Sunday with you. Um, just last week, was sitting down with a patient, and uh, they found me just by listening to the radio and happened to tune in one day by mistake and caught one of my shows, one of our Village Green shows on a topic that really interested them. And they were able to get to the Village Green and get resources. They ended up coming in to see me as a patient, which is always great. But even if not, they felt that they had gotten so much great information from the show in general. And it's just uh, really, I'm very honored to be able to share this with you every week. So thank you all and feel free to send us feedback, different show topics or ideas. We're always open to hearing those things from you. We're here for you to educate you to make this world a better place. So today we're talking with Dr. Alan Miller. He is uh, he has 25 years of experience. He's a naturopathic physician. Um, he's worked in clinical practice, clinical research, writing, education, formulation, product development, technical support. He's currently the executive director of medical education at Thorne Research, which is one of the premier nutraceutical manufacturers in the entire world, uh, pride themselves on using the highest quality, purest ingredients, and uh, maximum effectiveness. So, Dr. Miller, in the last segment, we started this intro topic about injury recovery. We talked about some of the role of the immune system, how the immune system works. We talked about some of the common things people do to deal with injury and the problems that are associated with it. So in this segment, let's kind of get into the nuts and bolts of it. I mean, if we want to not just sort of suppress the immune response, which is what more of the over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatories do. They kind of block these chemicals in our body that are released with inflammation um, that help block the pain but may impede healing and also, more importantly, come with significant side effects like we talked about acetaminophen and liver damage and ibuprofen and some of the evidence around cardiovascular disease or cardiovascular events. What do we look at from the natural pharmacy? What are the basic nuts and bolts of dealing with injury recovery, regardless of what the injury was stemmed from, what do we look for from the natural pharmacy and why? Let's back up just really quickly. One of the other uh, side effects that we didn't mention is uh, stomach and, and intestinal damage from non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. So the, yes. the ibuprofen and the, and the aspirin, uh, all they do, although they do a great job in dampening inflammation, they, they do uh, cause some micro-bleeding, and if you continue doing that long-term, uh, you can really cause some damage and ulceration and such in the stomach. Right, and then, those. you know, I mean, for the pharmaceutical companies had a great idea a bunch of years back to create a drug that actually didn't create the gastrointestinal damage, um, but would still block inflammation, and that drug was Vioxx, and we all know yeah, what happened with Vioxx. Yep, right. and that, that drug was pulled from the market many years ago and was responsible for um, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of cardiovascular deaths and cardiovascular mm-hmm. heart attacks and was uh, yeah. you know, pu- pulled from the market after some of that data had been buried. So it's we try and find our way around these side effects, but when you manipulate or poison pathways in the body with 
different types of medications, you're bound to get some type of, of blowback. And so let's talk about exactly. how does using herbs and nutrients different? Like, how is it possible to get a similar effect of a drug using a, a nutrient or an herb without that whole profile of side effects? Like, how is that even possible? Well, some botanicals, some herbs, do have similar properties of blocking some of these inflammatory pathways, but they tend to be not as strong mm -hmm. and not as specific. And what the, the learning from the COX-2 inhibitors was, okay, we don't want to block that one enzyme very strongly and leave everything else alone uh, because then you, you do end up with these downstream problems from that. But there are botanicals that will block... Uh, some of the inflammatory uh, pathways, and, and in a different manner as well, which is great, mm -hmm. than the pharmaceuticals do. Um, well, curcumin is a, a great example. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What we see when we look at using herbs and, and nutrients is that instead of pharmaceuticals and drugs are usually designed to kind of block a specific pathway or, or in a, a more dramatic term, you could say sort of poison a pathway, right? Mm -hmm. um, to prevent that activity, which then gives us a type of symptom resolution. The action get of, on with our lives. <laughs> right. The, the action of herbs and nutrients seems to be different. They don't contain mm -hmm. singular chemical um, properties. They act what seems to be more like regulators. So while they exactly. still, yeah, while yeah. they still affect a pathway, it's more about regulating the proper expression of the pathway rather than blocking it or poisoning it. And because it's more of a regulator, it tends to create less disruption on the rest of the system. And what the evidence shows us, even when you, you look at it and study it in detail, is there's very little evidence that they cause any significant side effects. And if there are side effects, they're oftentimes other benefits. So you talk about curcumin mm -hmm. as a major, um, amazing herb at helping to regulate inflammation. We well, look at all the other research on curcumin, and it has research tied to cancer prevention and to heart health and to uh, brain health and prevention of cognitive declines like Alzheimer's and other types of memory loss. Depression. I mean, and, depre yeah, there's yeah. all these like benefits. So it's like the side right, effects right. are benefits because it's regulating. So talk to us about curcumin. Um, you know, because it's a popular, popular herb. Everybody is taking it. Everybody wants to know about it. Help us understand its sure. role in inflammation and pain. Well, it's interesting you, sh you would use the word reg regulator. I mean, I, I really like that because what a lot of these herbs are doing is they are affecting not just blocking an enzyme and blocking the ability of an enzyme to make a biochemical reaction happen. What they're doing in many ways, and curcumin is one of these, that it actually has an influence on our genetic expression of various enzyme activities. So it's, it's having an effect more upstream and not so cut and dried, we're going to stop this enzyme from working here. Um, it helps to regulate the genetic expression of specific pathways. And I think that's really elegant because the, the botanicals are working in the nucleus of the cell to turn off certain situations. And in, with curcumin, Curcumin, when it comes to inflammation, curcumin is varying and down-regulating the genetic expression of something called NF-kappa B, or nuclear factor kappa B. NF-kappa B is the, the master switch when it comes to inflammation. So if you down-regulate the activity of that one uh, piece, the NF-kappa B, what you're doing is you're down-regulating the expression of the COX 
enzymes, the COX-1 and COX-2 enzymes that are, are responsible for creating some of this inflammatory activity. Um, the lipoxygenase enzyme, the tum- tumor necrosis factor alpha, which is just another uh, inflammatory mediator. And there are a bunch of those, uh, inner, some of the interleukins that are involved in inflammation as well. So it's, it dampens their activity by having this really elegant effect uh, on, on the genetic expression of these, these specific molecules. I, I think that's really wonderful. The other things about, uh, the other things about curcumin, now curcumin's been very, very well studied, but there are, uh, there are a lot of companies that sell curcumin that are trying to figure out how do we get more of this molecule or these, these curcumin molecules? It comes from turmeric, from turmeric root, uh, and it's, it's a, a more purified extract that curcumin is. And a lot of companies are trying to figure out, okay, how do we get more of this in the body? Because there, early on there was some great research on curcumin um, in the lab showing what it does to these various enzymes. And then there, was, there were animal studies and what researchers found was they had to use really high doses of curcumin to get the type of, of responses that they wanted because it doesn't get absorbed very well. It's one of these botanicals that's just very poorly absorbed. Uh, so researchers have been trying to figure out what can we do? Can we mix it with oil? Can we do it with this and, and whatever? Um, I think the key has been uh, the complexing of curcumin with a natural substance, with phosphatidylcholine. Everybody's familiar with lecithin. Uh, phosphatidylcholine is a major component of lecithin. And phosphatidylcholine also is a major component of our cell membranes. So when you react the botanical, the curcumin, with phosphatidylcholine and create this complex, that phosphatidylcholine interacts with the cell membrane and it's is very friendly with it. Uh, it's, since our bodies love phosphatidylcholine because we use them in all of our cell membranes, uh, it sort of chaperones that phoscholine chaperones the curcumin into the bloodstream and into our tissues. So you get far higher levels, and you don't have to take as much mm-hmm. of the curcumin to, to do that. Um, there is uh, one preparation that has utilized this technology in one company for about 20 years uh, with various botanicals, and, and uh, they've been studying it as well, which is, is really the, the great part, is there is a lot of clinical research showing that the use of that type of preparation works very well clinically. So there are 19 clinical studies right now on that specific preparation. And uh, those studies involve uh, arthritis. There's some, uh, a couple of good uh, osteoarthritis studies showing decreased pain and inflammation and better quality of life in people who have uh, knee, knee osteoarthritis. There are three uh, studies on pain, uh, acute pain, uh, chronic pain, and post-surgical pain, so pretty much covering that whole gamut mm-hmm. of pain. Um, the acute pain was interesting. I, I really like this because it was a head-to-head comparison of acetaminophen and a pharmaceutical non-steroidal and... Uh, the curcumin, and it's Mariva curcumin is what it's called. Uh, and it showed that the Mariva worked better than the acetaminophen, which is no surprise to me, and as good as the prescription drug hmm. for just acute. You know, uh, somebody gets hurt and uh, hit them with a, a... That was a fairly high dose. I think it was 2,000 milligrams of the, um, the Mariva curcumin. Mm-hmm. Still, it's, 
it shows that it's a it's a really nice alternative, and it's because of what it's doing in in blocking that master switch, that NF kappa B, uh, it is turning off some of the inflammatory uh, activity that makes us so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a very um, effective herb and very well studied. I think actually curcumin or turmeric is. According to some of the trends and in, in research that I see, I mean, behind fish oil, it's probably the top-selling herb in the United States. I mean, people are buying it, learning about it, and loving it because of its um, research that's tied to it in regards to cancer prevention and heart disease and brain health. Mm-hmm. But it has this other role. I think the biggest mistake people make, and I think you'll agree with me, Dr. Miller, is people don't necessarily know exactly how to use it. So they may hear that curcumin is great for pain. And so they walk into any random health food store and they just buy some curcumin product off the shelf and they take one. And they say, geez, well, that didn't work. I didn't feel any better. you know." Or they take two and say, well, I didn't feel any better. I'm going to go back to my, my ibuprofen or my acetaminophen because when I take two of those, I get pain relief for like four hours. You know, mm-hmm. People don't understand that um, it has to be the right kind of preparation because some of these herbs, as you mentioned, especially curcumin, are difficult for the body to absorb. So they either have to be taken in very high doses or carefully crafted to improve bioavailability, like Mariva, um, which is the turmeric um, phosphatidylcholine complex, which helps it become more fat-soluble and get absorbed into the to the bloodstream. And then sometimes, depending on the person's injury or what they're trying to deal with, the doses may have to be high. So Mariva has a 500 milligram um, preparation, and like that study showed, for acute pain, people were taking two twice a day. That's about 2,000 milligrams. Um, mm-hmm. You know, other things like people don't understand if you're just buying a regular turmeric supplement off the shelf, I don't find that they that they always work all that great. And so I'll tell people, if you want to see if it's going to help with your pain, you could get some some turmeric powder and take a, a heaping teaspoon twice a day. That's probably the equivalent of like 16 capsules a day of of taking supplements. It's a lot cheaper in a powder, but sometimes the doses have to get to that high before you start getting the type of relief that people are looking for. And that's it's not just about just because it's available um, doesn't mean that, you know, you shouldn't seek guidance on how to properly use it. And I think with proper guidance and the proper preparations, people can get much better results and understand how to effectively utilize these tools to replace some other things that they're using that may actually be harmful. So, you know, to that note, Dr. Miller, can you kind of just talk to us a little bit around some guidelines? Like if somebody was, let's say they're out, um, they have an injury, it's post-surgery. Like, can you just briefly, before we take a break, give us just a few guidelines on the best way to utilize Mariva? Do you just have to take it for a day, a week? Like, how does it exactly work using this product for injury issues? Um, I usually see that people get the the best effect from Mariva at uh, two of the 500 milligrams twice a day. Okay. Um, especially early on, and, and they can usually taper it down to one twice a day or, or discontinue it after a while. It kind of depends on what's been going on. But uh, doing that, uh, people will usually start feeling, really feeling the results within 24 hours to 48 hours if, if it's a, a chronic situation that's been going on for a while. Uh, in the acute phase, um, it's better to take four, all four of those at the same time. Gotcha. Uh, and then you may have to repeat it in, uh, in eight hours or so. Now, that sounds like a lot. You know, you're going 500, and it's 2,000, that's two grams. But the really interesting thing here is that we're talking about two grams of the complex, of mm-hmm. the curcumin and phosphatidylcholine complex. Well, it's only 20 per, 20% of that is the actual curcumin, and the rest of it is the, the phosphatidylcholine and the carrier. So 
if you think of it that way, uh, we're not talking about that much actual uh, curcumin here. If you're taking mm-hmm. a, a gram, you're only getting 200 milligrams. So if that two right. grams, you're getting 400 milligrams of curcumin. And if you look at a lot of the, the early studies, they used up to eight grams of curcumin mm-hmm. yeah. to well, get the effect. They needed those higher so, doses because it wasn't absorbed you know, as exactly effectively. True. So that's really what you're looking for. Yeah. Lower doses, better absorption. So we're going to have to take a quick yeah. break. When we come back, Dr. Miller, we've got some really other you know, super important nutrients and, and um, you know, vitamins and herbs to talk about here in this conversation. So we're going to be picking this up when we come back from the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these words. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCT. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Did you know at Village Green we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements including herbs and homeopathic remedies plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our other big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day. At Village Green, we've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living products for over 45 years. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. Always a joy and pleasure to be here with you. have been doing the show for 
about seven or eight years and still not bored of it. Love being here and sharing great information with you today is hopefully no exception. We've been talking with Dr. Alan Miller, um, a naturopathic physician and the executive director of medical education at Thorne Research. And we've been talking about herbs and nutrients for injury recovery. We pretty much covered the last uh, segment talking about curcumin. And honestly, we could probably do like a show every week for two years on curcumin and still not run out of the emerging research and benefits related to it. But we're going to move on. I just want to make a quick mention uh, through, let's see, September, now through September 30th, Village Green is starting their best brand sale. So this is 30% off of all Pathway Nutrition products and 25% off of Thorns, Imogen, Metagenics, Nordic Naturals, and Life Extensions. And uh, as we talked about, Mariva is actually a thorn product that we were just discussing in the last segment. It'd be a great time to go in if you're looking to try it, um, you know, to go in and take advantage of, of that sale. So, Dr. Miller, I mean, so many other great things to get through. I'll let you kind of give any closing thoughts to the topic of curcumin. And then I think we should move on to either some other herbs or nutrients that are critically important with injury recovery. Sure. Um, one thing I, I just wanted to clear up, people get confused sometimes when we're talking about curcumin, and the word curcumin and turmeric are used interchangeably, Right. and they're, they're not the same. Turmeric is the root, and, it's, and that root has these components in it, uh, and some of these components, these three, three components that are similar are called curcumin, and it's, so it's... Curcumin is actually uh, three different compounds, very, very similar compounds, actually, but uh, within the turmeric. So you, you really can't use them interchangeably and take you know, a bunch of turmeric and expect to get the same results that we get from taking the mm-hmm. more purified extract of, of curcumin. But very, very well researched. Like I said, uh, 19 clinical studies just on the Mariva uh, alone, including one on delayed onset muscle soreness. And uh, like you were saying, you know, a little weekend warrior action, uh, it's nice to have something that you know is going to help so that you uh, aren't as sore 24 to 40 hours later. Right. And uh, so curcumin has been shown to, to be very helpful there. So, do you, so I mean, I, I know this well and good. You know, we just, early September, just got back from Labor Day and I was out, you know, enjoying some time on the water and did some wakeboarding, which I haven't done in probably two years. And it wasn't that night that my arms were sore. It wasn't necessarily the next day that my arms were sore. But the day after that, I could hardly straighten out my arms. My forearms and biceps were so sore. And that's that phenomenon of DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, which is people go to the gym, they do a heavy workout. It takes about two days before you're really sore. And so for people that are out there trying to improve and muscle build and do activities they're not used to doing and are considering that pain that's coming, you're saying that taking curcumin right right after the activity, is that right, helps to reduce the delayed onset muscle soreness that occurs? During or after, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, there's actually there's another herb that does that as well. That's just uh, that we just recently got a uh, clinical study on, and that's ginger. Mm. And what's what's really interesting about that, you, if you look at the turmeric root, and you look at ginger, just from the outside, those things look very very similar. Yeah, they do. Very very sim. They're similar plants. It's just when you cut open ginger, it's this sort of pale yellow. Or excuse me, yeah, the ginger is kind of a pale yellow. You cut open turmeric, and it's this bright orange. Uh huh. And that bright orange is the curcumin mm-hmm. that's that's in the the turmeric. So yeah. that's that's really the big difference between the two of those. They are very similar. I mean, I I just is right on the top of my mind because in the mornings I make a, a green smoothie. And this week when I was at the grocery store getting the ingredients, the 
celery and kale and spinach and all the things that I put in it, I was walking through the produce aisle and they had a bin of ginger root and then they had a bin of turmeric root. And I grabbed a little bit of each and I've been cutting up a little bit and putting it in the smoothie. And it's so interesting when you cut up the turmeric and, and you smell it, it almost has a similar spice kind of flavor as the ginger. And, um, you know, they're just so similar. But as you said, one is this bright, bright orange that has the turmeric, the curcumin and the turmeric and the ginger is kind of a pale yellow, but very similar looking roots that we use medicinally. And you can see from their properties of just holding it, touching it, feeling it, smelling it, tasting it, how they have very similar properties. And so, of course, that translates to similar, translates to similar properties in the body. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm really excited about ginger right now just because um, we've been working here at Thorne on uh, a ginger extract that um, is, is extracted with supercritical carbon dioxide. Just just real quick explanation of that. Carbon dioxide normally occurs as, uh, as dry ice, as a solid, or as CO2 gas. And uh, most substances occur in three different phases. There's a solid, a liquid, and a gas. And what happens with CO2 is it sublimates. It goes from that solid straight to a gas, mm-hmm. unless you put it under pressure. If you, put it, if you put it under pressure, if you put that gas under pressure, it'll actually create a liquid carbon dioxide, and then you can put something like ginger in there that's got a lot of oil-soluble properties in it, and it will extract the medicinal properties of the ginger, and then when you let the pressure off, the carbon dioxide gets released, and all you have left is the extract. There's nothing else. There's no solvents mm-hmm. used or anything like that, so it's a really clean green pro- uh, process of creating this supercritical carbon dioxide uh, extract of ginger. So, mm. That's interesting. So uh, is Thorns working on developing a product using that methodology for for ginger? Uh, actually uh, <clears throat> have and are launching it uh, next week. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're excited about that. And, and that's in conjunction with uh, an Italian company called Indina. Uh, Indina is also the company that brought us the, the Mariva preparation. So they're um, they're really at the forefront of uh, figuring out how to get these plants and their properties uh, into our bodies in, a, in, in good amounts, safely, uh, and doing it in a really natural way. That's fantastic. So besides those two, yep. one of my other favorites here is Boswellia. Boswellia is uh, it, it's totally different, and we're not in the, in the roots anymore. Uh, Boswellia is a gum resin that comes from a tree in the Middle East. Uh, Boswellia is also known as frankincense, so that, that, that usually uh, hits a note with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's basically pitch coming off of this tree, and it, when it is dried, um, it has a specific odor to it. It's a very fragrant scent, but um, if you can uh, mill it, chop it up, and get it into a fine powder, you can absorb that. Again, very poorly absorbed, so if you complex it into this phytosome with the phosphatidylcholine, you get much more of it absorbed. So, of course, that's what we've done. And there's some great research on that. There's some, a couple of new studies, uh, one on rugby players who, if you caught any of the rugby sevens in the Olympics, you saw how brutal that game can be. Um, they're actually doing some really safe things when it comes to tackling that the NFL is learning from. Uh, but it's, but there, there are no pads. I mean, these guys are really out there, guys and women doing uh, rugby are, are really putting their bodies at risk. So there's a nice study showing rugby players uh, recovering faster, not having as much soreness and pain and inflammation uh, by taking Boswellia. Mm-hmm. The other new study on Boswellia is on asthma. And uh, I've always been interested in Boswellia and, uh, because I've got a daughter that has asthma, and she's had it since she was three years old. 
And Boswellia was one of the first things that we tried to use with her, but was very difficult because of the uh, because of the odor and taste of it. Uh, so it's it's a little difficult in that fashion. You have to make sure you can swallow the, the capsules, or there are some powders that have Boswellia, and we've got one that's got Boswellia and curcumin and some other things in it. But uh, and it actually tastes good, which is great. But it, it has some anti-inflammatory activity in the lungs that ginger and curcumin don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, an enzyme called lipoxygenase, and the lipoxygenase enzyme is involved in creating inflammation, and specifically inflammation in the lungs and bronchoconstriction in the lungs. And those are the two major components of, of asthma. So Boswellia does a nice job of dampening that uh, and uh, reducing, the in this one study recently, reducing the amount of uh, other medications that asthmatics had to take uh, while they were taking the Boswellia. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of the the, about that. the triad of some of the most anti-inflammatory herbs, curcumin, ginger, Boswellia, they really kind of rise to the top. I think the biggest issue that most people need to understand is how to properly use them. Um, mm-hmm. The preparation, how well they're absorbed, the dosage, and I think if people can get clarity on getting good quality products dosed appropriately, they can find that these are excellent alternatives to using other uh, options, and some people choose not to use non-steroidal anti-inflammatories because they don't tolerate them well or don't like using over-the-counter medications, but don't understand how to use the things from the natural pharmacy appropriately to get the same amount of relief. So. It's great that Thorne has spent so much time, um, you know, partnering with companies to bring these products to the market. We're going to take a quick break heading into our last segment. When we come back, we're going to talk about two other really important nutrients. I'd love Dr. Miller to cover bromelain, which is a phenomenal anti-inflammatory with great research around injury recovery. And then one that people don't necessarily think about when it comes to injury. They think about it only when it comes to sleep, but melatonin. And there's some surprising information relating to melatonin with injury recovery. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. If you have arthritis, everyday tasks can become a challenge. That's why more and more doctors are recommending Arthrobin, an all-natural medical food for the dietary management of osteoarthritis. It contains a combination of bioflavonoids, which work to reduce inflammation and joint deterioration, along with collagen peptides, which increase joint mobility, function, and repair. Arthrobin is not a drug and is virtually free of negative side effects. Look for Arthrobin by Designs for Health Today, available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic, made with the highest quality standards, uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. 
help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Today we've been talking with Dr. Alan Miller. Uh, He's a naturopathic physician and the executive director of medical education at Thorne Research. We've been talking about um, important nutrients and herbs for injury recovery. We covered uh, curcumin. We covered ginger. We covered boswellia, three key herbs for helping to reduce inflammation. Um, In this segment, our last segment, let's talk about a few other things that are more kind of in in the nutrient, not herb category. Um, would love to talk about uh, bromelain and one that people don't necessarily think of when they think of injury recover, recovery, melatonin. So, um, Dr. Miller, I'm sure we could spend another hour talking about either one of those, but why don't you go ahead and give us a little introduction. You can start with whatever one you like, and we'll get this conversation going. Sure. Well, let's talk about bromelain first. Okay. Uh, bromelain, is, bromelain comes from the pineapple plant, mm-hmm. and Back in the 50s and 60s, uh, the Dole Company in Hawaii was trying to figure out, like a lot of industries do, they tried to figure out what do we do with the waste product? What do we do with the stems of the, of the, uh, the pineapple after we cut the fruit off? Uh, what do we do with this other plant material? And they started doing research. And in the 60s, they uh, came up with some clinical research that showed that um, some extracts from the, uh, the stems of the pineapple contained this stuff called bromelain. And bromelain is, it's mostly a, a protein digesting type of an enzyme. So when we were talking about ginger, boswellia, curcumin, we're talking about uh, very different mechanisms of action mm-hmm. from how bromelain works. So bromelain has this, this enzymatic activity. We're still not exactly sure specifically how it's working. But we know clinically it does work. So the, the early studies uh, were on uh, trauma, and uh, there was a study on boxers, which, you know, they get a ton of trauma, uh, and on dental surgery. And more recently, uh, there have been studies on pain and healing after oral surgery, where they use bromelain, uh, 250 milligrams, four times a day. I never tell people to take something four times a day. I would double that up and say 500 milligrams twice a day. Mm-hmm. It's much easier for people to do. Um, and they looked at bromelain and a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory and a placebo, and they found significantly less pain, better quality of life in the bromelain and in the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory group. So it worked as well as, uh, as the non-steroidal drug without the potential side effects of, uh, of the non-steroidal. Uh, and another study an orthopedic surgeon did, they took 59 patients with blunt trauma to their musculoskeletal system, and uh, varying types of, of damage, you know, torn ligaments, strains, sprains, things like that, and use bromelain for 
um, varying from one to three weeks, depending on the extent of the trauma, and found reductions in swelling and tenderness and pain on motion, uh, pain at rest as well. And uh, so it, it, it works very well. We've known it works very well, but it's nice to see the clinical research catching up to that as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's we have lots of observational um, benefits that we see in in the field, but because the field of natural medicine isn't as well-funded when it comes to research as pharmaceutical companies, a lot of that hard data is not always there. And, and it's very nice when you see clinical trends that you've been watching in clinical practice and other doctors have been watching validated with, with good, uh, good studies. So, yeah, I mean, bromelain has got to be one of those ones that you have around, especially after going in for voluntary uh, surgeries, like we talked about, the oral surgery or dental surgery or having around after injury, um, plastic surgery, procedures, it can be very useful in helping to reduce that swelling and reducing that pain, which we know the less swelling you have, then usually the speedier the healing and doesn't seem to inhibit any of the healing processes at all. Um, I think one important thing to note as we talk about, you know, bromelain around some of these surgical procedures, and even as we talk about curcumin, turmeric, and ginger and boswellia, is generally these are all implemented post-surgery. It's generally um, not ideal to take bromelain or these other things prior to the surgery because it can in there's theoretically can increase bleeding risk uh, which is something that we don't want so they become effective and all the research on them shows the effectiveness that occurs once you start taking them after the surgery correct dr miller yeah i agree with you there and and you use the word theoretically and and uh, when you look at the the safety of these botanicals there are there are some people that say, uh, oh well, you don't want to use it anywhere around any sort of a trauma or a surgery because of this this theoretical possibility of increasing bleeding. Uh, I don't want to downplay that completely because you know you want to be safe. But there isn't really good clinical evidence that shows that they do increase bleeding. That said, personally, uh, I always recommend discontinuing all supplements for at least 48 hours before somebody has a, a has a surgery just to make sure yeah. to be be absolutely sure and then afterwards start them back up and uh, get them going and and use these the benefits of these natural substances to uh, decrease the uh, inflammation after the fact and and help people be more comfortable um, it's we're we've got this epidemic of uh, of opioid addiction going mm-hmm. on right now in this country yep. and it's partly because of how doctors were trained 10, 15 years ago uh, about pain. Yeah. And that, well, we, we've, we've got to hit it. We've got to hit it really hard. Uh, they, they called uh, pain the fourth vital sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you've got to monitor pain very, very closely and really hit it with the big guns. And really what we're finding now is it's not that necessary. A lot of people, thank God, a lot of people after surgery get a prescription for an opioid medication and they never fill it yep. because it's not needed. They're yep. uncomfortable for a couple of days. They do some non-steroidals or they do something else, and they're fine. Yeah. So uh, we just—it's a great—it's a yeah. great point. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent And it may be overabundance of caution to not take it beforehand, but the reality is, is that it works really well, even if you just wait until after the injuries happen, like in surgery, as long as you start it as soon as possible. The other thing with bromelain is because it works on protein digestion. That's kind of the primary role that it has. It does break down some of those inflammatory complexes, which is why it speeds mm-hmm. healing. But if you just take it with a meal, it's going to work more on breaking down the proteins in your meal. So one of the important components of bromelain and using it effectively.
effectively is it needs to be taken on an empty stomach. And that means mm. usually at least 30 to 45 minutes before a meal or two to three hours afterwards. Isn't that correct, Dr. Miller? Actually, it's yeah. not. Yep. No. Oh, no, it's not uh, correct. The, okay. No, it's not. No. Oh. The, the, uh, the, researchers, the, the researchers that worked for Dole that uh, started, started all of the clinical research on bromelain, what they found was it didn't matter. Oh, that's good to know. And, and that's sort of been the conventional wisdom, though, because you've got protein-digesting enzymes yep. in there, and they're just going to digest your food. Uh, actually, it doesn't matter if you take it with food or not, and I always tell people, take it with a meal, because if you... If you have people take uh, substances like that between meals, people forget. Yeah, well, that it it's makes really compliance easy. really difficult. Yeah, so to be able to take is, it with a meal is a, makes yeah. it much easier, and that's great that that's what all the research pointed to. Yeah. So um, yeah. let's talk about melatonin um, yeah. because people think of that as you know only something that would be used if they need to if they need to sleep. So help us understand in these last couple minutes, you know, where melatonin sure. comes in with healing. Well, it does come in with sleep as well. Uh, but there are there is some research that showing that shows that melatonin actually helps to improve healing as well. But and and so it's a it's a two sides of the same coin here really. In that when you're injured, when you're uncomfortable, it's hard to sleep. So that sleep wake sleep wake cycle does get screwed up a little bit here. So it's it's nice to be able to reestablish that, and melatonin does that in a very nice, natural, safe way. So it, it helps people to sleep better so that they can repair instead of tossing and turning all night. But there have been a couple of studies that have been done on melatonin pre- and post-surgery that show, like there was a, a meta, I love meta-analyses because it's, it's lumping together data from a mm -hmm. lot of different studies. Mm -hmm. So there was a meta-analysis where they looked at 10 different studies of melatonin and using it pre- and post-surgery. I bet you didn't know that there were 10 studies where they've used melatonin pre- and post-surgery. Um, it was a surprise to me when I, when I found this. Mm -hmm. But um, 9 out of 10 showed significant reductions in pre-surgery anxiety, and uh, 5 of those showed significant reductions in pain scores and opioid use. Mm. So people did better. They felt better. They were, didn't have as much pain. They uh, slept better. And they, they weren't as anxious pre-surgery, which I thought that was really interesting. I'd never seen that uh, particular outcome. Uh, the other one, uh, the other study that I want to mention here is uh, melatonin use prior to elective hand surgery. And this was uh, IV regional anesthesia, so they didn't put the people out, you know, completely. Um, and what they did is they gave them a pretty high dose. They gave them 10 milligrams of melatonin, and it was placebo-controlled, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And they found significant decreases in anesthesia requirement and anxiety, uh, the ability to tolerate a tourniquet on their arm while they're doing this, yeah. um, the time to the, the first po post-op med request, and the use of non-steroidals after the fact well, uh, really, in the melatonin group. So It's really interesting. It's, yeah. I mean, we all know we heal when we sleep, and sleep is a big part of mood, so it makes perfect sense that enhancing sleep and rest and would enhance recovery. So, all right, yeah. Dr. Miller, we're out of time. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Really appreciate Always love having you as a guest. People can uh, learn more by visiting thorn.com with some of their um, recommendations and some of their products, or just come into the Village Green. They carry all the Thorn products, including all the ones we mentioned today. So thanks, everybody. Hope you learned a bunch. We'll be back next Sunday at 10 o'clock. This is Dr. Kevin Passero wishing you all the best of health until next time. Take care. Did you know at Village Green, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our other big sales events, you can save up to 20% on 
on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day. At Village Green, we've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living products for over 45 years. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.